Hello everyone and welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I am your host Harrison Wilde and if this is your first time with us, welcome. It's great to have you here. We're a comedy, gaming and movie podcast and you found us on our monthly paranormal episode, which we call Spooky Burrito, where we do a deep dive into a strange event from around the world and this week it's all about one of the most famous UK UFO occurrences, which is only an hour away from my house. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. It's time for Spooky Burrito. Sean and the Dead, where he's like, "Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready?" I got to do a wee first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Fucking love that film. Oh, so good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Wilde, and to my left is the man, Jordan, Jordan Shentone, the wonderful editor of our YouTube channel. And today is Spooky Burrito, Spooky Burrito episode four. I'm so excited to be on the Spooky Burrito. I know. You love these ones, don't you? I do. This well, is a uh, our monthly paranormal episode, which if you haven't been back to listen to all about the time traveling Donald Trump and what were the other ones we did? Uh, one was the screech. Oh, the screech and the hum. Yeah, we did that. And I can't remember the first one. Sounds oh, like it a was. Sex the, move. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Stardust Ranch was the first one. Yes, the aliens. Yeah, that was that yeah. was very good fun. The keepers in good stead with that one. We had a couple of votes from people online who wanted to hear about some UK UFO stories. So that is what we're going to be doing today. Okay. Yes. But first, we're going to get into a bit of game news. It's time for us to talk about games. New ones. Games. New ones. Games. New ones. Did I mention that they're new? So, let's get down in it. I'm just doing some scrolling. Scrolling. So, you were telling me about the Harry Potter things you've been playing. Because the new... Is it Wizarding World? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Wizard Unite. Wizard Unite. Sorry, so, that's right. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend Hannah, who is nice enough to let us record... She in is. my office. <laughs> um, we are going to Harry Potter World soon. So we have been watching all the Harry Potter films. I'm not massively into it. I'm just really excited to see like the set design, all the cool stuff behind it, the animatronics. It's going to be so cool. I know. I, I just don't really care about Harry Potter that much. Yeah. But from that, um, we watched the films and I started playing the uh, Wizards Unite, mm-hmm. which is just a Harry Potter Pokemon Go. Pretty much like Ingress built on clone, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm just not really... I don't enjoy it as much as I did Pokemon Go. Because Pokemon Go is really simple. Yeah, it where is. Where it's like, yeah. catch Pokemon, do things, you're fine. Do things. <laughs> not, yeah, it's just... Th- there's not a whole bunch to do, and I'm not no. really into it. I feel like if I get into it, we've got a group of us that play like Pokemon Go and then go for a few drinks. Um, when food. there's like community days, it's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> Walk for three hours and drink like eight pints. Oh, mate, I feel fucking chaos at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it is awful. Mate, I'm a drowsy. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically that, but I just we can't seem to get into it, unfortunately. Mm. But you like double phoning it. Wizards unite in one hand, Harry Potter in the other. Harry, <laughs> both Harry Potter. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Harry Pokemon Go. You know what I mean. Harry Potter in one hand, balls, balls in the other. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's all right. It's not the worst thing I've seen on mobile, but yeah. I'm struggling to get into it a little bit. That's a shame. That's a shame. Helen started playing it the other day, and I did kind of lose her walking around the traffic center because she was just sort of playing it walking around. I was like, can you fucking keep up? She like cast the little spell thing. She ended up following another tall man yeah. with long hair. <laughs> oh God, where's she gone? <laughs> guys, like, Bleh. yeah, it, I like the the casting spells thing. Yeah, that looks quite because it's. I mean, they're definitely built on the curve of throwing the pokeball to be accurate. 
Yeah, well, you've, you've got to draw as accurately accurately as you can mm-hmm. on the screen the spell that you're casting. Right. But it does have the outline and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's, it does look very complex from what I saw. I was kind of like I was driving and she was playing it on a phone. I was kind of trying to like peek over and you know, not hit people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it looked like there was a lot of in-depth... Like, was it menus and like different stuff to unlock? And, There's like, menus upon and menus. And pages and, it's just so much. It's just... It's a bit too much. Yeah. So it doesn't... It tries to explain things to you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it relies on you knowing much about Harry Potter, which is really good. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, here's a menu for this and this and this. And these are the things you're collecting. And it's like, well, where's the, like, social aspect? Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of, like, artifacts to find and, like, yeah. creatures that you find. You're just filling up a sticker book, effectively. Oh, right. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just a bit book. like, hmm. Yeah, never mind. It's. I'm sure they'll... They'll develop on it as they go because this is only—is it the beta? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Or I think it the, might the actual thing now. I think it might be it because I've not seen any beta warnings. It, I oh, could okay. just be blind, but yeah. it's just—it's a bit sluggish as well, which is it doesn't quite run as smooth as Pokemon. But I, I feel there's a lot going on in the background. I imagine so. I mean, I, I suppose it's aimed at higher-end phones because all the new phones that are coming out that they've probably bumped up graphic fidelity and sorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing. I've never understood mm-hmm. that about gaming phones because it's like no, I don't know anyone that plays proper games. No, no, not at all. But well, like, I play Hearthstone pretty much religiously. But yeah, yeah, I've just started trying to get back into that again now. But taking up two gigs on my phone is my yeah. phone has literally slowed down noticeably just from having that on there. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of grim. It's, it's really funny clicking like if a Facebook bubble comes up, you know, like a chat thing, and you click it, it's like. G- 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 like <laughs> drags up to the top and opens. Wow, five frames per second. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just need to get a new phone, my fuck. And what else did I see on that? There was something else that we would... Oh, it was... Uh, I was surprised that you couldn't... Oh, no, sorry, that you could choose which house you were going to have been in. I really thought they would have done the, the sorting hat. Yeah. So just put you in a random team. Well, I think... I don't know if the point of it is that you're not in school. You're joining something to do with the ministry. Yeah, So yeah. it wouldn't really matter because there are different schools. Yeah, yeah. So it just so happens that Harry and Hermione and stuff work for the ministry now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you get to choose where you've got to be in, like, Hufflepuff, uh, Snatch, whatever. <laughs> but you go through and, it, like, you pick it and it changes the colour of your wizard. Right. And it's like, but I could be part of a different... I could be a different part of the um, of a different school. Yeah. How, how do like they know? School or yeah, because there's quite a few different schools in the like in the law. Echoes yeah. law. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't get it, but it's a phone um, game. I'm thinking too much into. Yeah, it. probably. I don't think they could put that much content behind it. To be honest. No, probably not. You're right. Yeah. Shame. Aye. So what's the loot box thing you would? Alluring too. Oh, okay. So there's been a bit of a hubbub in the news mm-hmm. about loot boxes. Okay. Uh, and as we know, loot boxes, I think a lot of people are behind it saying that it's basically mm-hmm. gambling. Um, as in the online... Yeah, as in like... Like Loot Crate? Subscription oh, boxes. no, no, sorry. So like in Overwatch. Oh, right. I thought you meant like real box <laughs> subscription services. No. I was like, shit, I run a coffee one of those. <laughs> no, um, not quite. So it's with things like Overwatch where you get cosmetics. Right, okay. So uh, say, uh, it's like um, Hearthstone as well. Yeah, yeah. That is, a form, that is a form of gambling purely for the fact it is pay to win. 
So if you if you pay fifteen hundred quid for Hearthstone packs, you have an instant advantage over anyone that's playing paying for free uh, playing for free. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then also you you don't really have any monetary value behind that. You just no. it's like it was compared to by higher ups from companies. I can't remember which company now. I feel really bad. <laughs> um, they said it's, it's, more, it's more like a Kinder egg, and it's like yeah. well, it's not, is it? Because Kinder eggs, you get something to eat out. Of yeah, it. they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, but it's like those things that you have though, they're physical. Like, if you're gambling and you yeah. get five grand out of a machine or you lose five grand, that's that's got an impact on you. Yeah, your kids don't eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what the, the kids' college kid, money. Your kids don't get Kinder Eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the cycle continues. Yes, but, chaos. Yeah, it's just, it's obviously predatory. Yeah, it's. I've never liked it. Fair enough if you're buying, if you know what skins you're buying. Yes. Like, I remember, like, when when Gears came out, you could buy the different skins with the Lancer, which was, say, like, 30p each or something, but you knew exactly what you were going to get. Yeah. I think that's a much better route. But then, if someone just buys the one they want, well, they're not going to spend any more money. Exactly. Harrison. It's so not all about money. Business it's, sense. It's the creative medium. Well, yeah. I, I just think it's scummy. Yeah, it definitely scummy. It's yeah. just it's just ripping kids off, isn't it? And then the parents have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, capitalism. <laughs> capitalism fucking mate. Communism, everyone gets the same skins. Yeah. You all get the skins, they're all grey! <laughs> <laughs> no normal maps for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with it, man. I, I think it's all a bit of a fucking shit thing. But that all comes down from is it's hard to make money in games. It is. And it's yeah. only going to get worse with streaming. Well, yeah, and I think we're just going to end up on the stage. I know again, we are. I'm trying to not Every get time. into that. It's, yeah. I've seen the adverts for it now. Yeah, I got an on email saying, YouTube. you can join now. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Fuck you. No, how did you get my email? How, how did you get your email? It's Google. It's Google. They've got everyone's email. It's Google. <laughs> don't like it. Don't want it. I don't blame you. It is... Um, I'm just... I can't think of how it's going to work. No. Especially if you're in, like, Australia. What Their internet's shocking. Yeah, they're upside down. Yeah. <laughs> oh you shit! Ever tried playing games upside down. Yeah, I didn't hard. even think of that. I know. You have to get that invert thing like on Caden's High Roll before. <laughs> it's the controls backwards. Oh, that yes. was playing Rogue Legacy. Like yeah. after I saw you guys playing it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll play a bit of Rogue Legacy. And there's one of the things that makes the screen upside down. So I yeah. sat on the sofa upside, down, upside down with down, my really? head hanging off the sofa, and I was like, I'm too old for yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future. Well, I think after that bit of news, we should get into a bit of movie news. Movie news. Do you know it? Movie news. I don't know it. Movie news. Do you know it? I got some news about movies. No, I've never heard of it. Because there's a, a particular film that is coming out that I'm excited for. Uh, if you if you are following... Ooh, a splash water on me crotch of me hands. Never mind. Uh, if you're following us on Twitter, which is at Grief Burrito, you may know that I've just finished reading The Shining for the first time. I've never read a Stephen King book in my life. And sticking in with the spooky theme, I thought I'd get get through The Shining. And it's a fucking good read. It's pretty dark, obviously, Stephen, with being Stephen King. But it's, it was a book that I found almost distressing to read, but I didn't... I wanted to carry on. Yeah. But I was camping in the dark, in a very dark tent, in the middle of nowhere on an island, and there was no one around, and it made it so much worse. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I was like, no, I've got to stop and go to sleep. Why did you do this to know. yourself? There was, there was one point where I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like someone was shaking the tent. The wind was that bad and there was fucking rain coming down. And I needed to pee really bad and I couldn't go. <laughs> I couldn't go outside. I can't do this. Yeah, I was like, it's too dark. It's too spoop. I just, had to, I just had to hold it. Went back to sleep. It was the biggest gamble of my life. Been holding it since. Yeah, I've never gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've been dead for 10 years. <laughs> It's all a twist. It is. It's and the ghost twist. was his piss. Yes. 
Yeah, basically spirits. We're drinking rum all weekend. Oh, hey. hey. Yeah. Yes. So the, the trailer, the, ah, the movie that I'm excited about is Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining, which is already a book which Stephen King wrote. I think it, it wasn't that long after the original Shining book. I mean, not the not the film, the, the Kubrick film, which apparently wasn't very loved by Stephen King. He didn't like the Shining film. He felt that it was too far removed from the core values of what the story was supposed to be because it changed stuff. Like some of it in in the film is a little more fantastical than you could do at the time, probably. Sorry, in the book than you could do on film at the time. Okay, so he, he felt like it was a bit too flashy. Yeah, no, not flashy enough. Oh, not flashy enough. Because so. like in the story, there's parts... Um, if you haven't read this, I'll make sure to put timestamps so you can skip ahead if you don't want to know anything about the plot of The Shining. So, spoilers now for the book of The Shining, but not the film. Um, there are hedge animals, like a, to- a, is it a topiary or topiary, which is like, you know, carved animals out yeah, of bushes. Yeah, And they come to life in the book. Okay. And every time like they blink, they're getting closer and closer, and they start attacking people. Oh, like Weeping Angels. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people so, must hate that that's like, every time people go to yeah. that, and it's like, I did it first. I did it first. <laughs> yeah, it was a Kubrick. <laughs> a visionary. Yeah, so he, it was these animals were coming after the people in the book, and they obviously couldn't do that in the 70s yeah. in CGI. They did it in, they made a straight TV movie of The Shining, which was like four hours long in episodes like they did with the original It. Oh, okay. And they had the animals in that, and apparently it's fucking shocking, and that was in the 90s. Oh, man. Yeah. So there's some stuff they didn't do, and some stuff they changed. Like, in the book, there isn't a section with the maze like there is in the film. Okay. Maybe you haven't seen it probably yet, but at the end, there's all, like, a, a big maze, and it's all snowing, and he's getting chased through it. Okay. And that isn't even in the book whatsoever. But this new trailer that we've seen for Doctor Sleep seems to be taking inspiration from... Stanley Kubrick's film, even though it's got a blessing from Stephen King. So okay. I think they might be showing some things that they didn't show in the original film, like it actually happened in that film, but just wasn't shown at the time. Oh, okay. So it could be like they're just re- re- not like reliving yeah, yeah. the stuff that we didn't see. That we didn't get to see on days that weren't. I say the, we didn't see. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, you haven't seen it at all. <laughs> we'll watch it, don't worry. Oh, mate. Uh, like in, in, for example, this is really fucking bland piece of information. In the books, the carpet of the hotel is just like black and blue weird patterns but in the Santa Kubrick one it's like orange and red hexagons and in the trailer you see it's orange and red hexagons so it's Santa Kubrick's thing and in the yeah. book it's room 217 the hotel room that Danny goes into and in the film the Kubrick one it's 237 and in this new film Doctor Sleep it's 237 so okay. it seems yeah. like they're taking a lot and I think that's just because more people will have seen the film maybe than have read the book yeah, it makes more because sense. It's, more, it's yeah. like it's such a big thing of cinema history, The Shining, because it's known for being such a big horror film. And this one has... So it's set when Danny is an adult, and we've got Ewan McGregor in the main role. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> you sounded really like you then. <laughs> you would work on that impression. Don't, me saying hello there. <laughs> hello there. I say it all the time. You're shorter than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I have the high round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that is it for movie news. That was all I wanted to do, because I wanted to just... Get into spooky as soon as we can. You need to tell me about Snowpiercer later Snowpiercer. on. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Right, okay, I'll do that and then we'll get into our spooky. So, Jordan has recently watched Snowpiercer, which today. is... Oh, is it literally today? Lit this morning. Oh, great, okay, arrived. so it's fresh in the brains. Uh, it's a weird post-apocalyptic film by... I can't remember his name. He's a Korean director. Yoo Min Soo or something? Yoo Min Soo, that might be it. Maybe. Yeah. I might just be making a name up. You may just be racist. Well, shit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I better go rethink some I have, stuff. I have no, like, yeah. comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> just making up foreign names so he's 
It's got Chris Evans. Yep. Obviously from Captain America fame and Scott Pilgrim and loads of other random shit. And Human Torch in the original Fantastic Four. We don't Four. talk about that. Flame on. We don't know. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop no. it. Stop doing that. <laughs> um, and it's the, like... I'll actually you tell it. You watched it most recently, so you give me a give me a quick breaky downy. So global warming is a thing, mm-hmm. obviously. Real, yeah. yeah, it really in is in the world. If you deny that, fuck you. No, yes. um, no. So global warming's a thing. They release something into the atmosphere to cool the Earth down by a couple of degrees, yeah. just a smidge, just a smidge. Fucking backfire. Yeah, too much degrees, too many, like minus many. Yeah, and minus then many. the Earth freezes over. And this guy designs a train that can run indefinitely. Um, and all these people you get on at first class you're treated like awesome yeah. um, but if you get on last you are just if you just a stowaway or something you just live in the last uh, tail of the train it's like a slum yeah kind of it's area, awful it? um, but yeah it's about the journey from the people in the tail going to the front yeah uh, and it is it gets really harrowing towards like the start. It's just kind of like eh, it's just a bit dark. Yeah. But towards the end, it gets really, really yeah. bad. It's it's quite a weird film. It's, it's that's why I kind of like watching films by foreign directors. It's yeah, I've never seen you don't like get this these before. kind of films. It's not the usual breakdown linear story that you see over and over. Like that whole story arc rehashed into so many different stories. Well, like yeah. the hero's journey kind of thing. You always seem to see that yeah. same layout. When you get it from foreign directors, you always get something different. That's one reason why a lot of people think like Studio Ghibli, not just for the art, because the stories are always so unusual. They are, yeah. And yeah. especially with this, it was just so, so strange. Really I just, I couldn't keep up with what was going on. <laughs> I, could, I could keep up, and every time they said something, I was like, oh, that must be the story plot, mm-hmm. the, just the main part bit. And then something else had happened, and I'm like, "Sweet Jesus, what the fuck is going on?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you said it was part of something else. There's a there's a YouTube video online, and I, I can't remember the actual YouTube channel, but I, I'll find it and make sure to tag it in the episode, uh, in the in the show notes. There's a video suggesting that this film takes place in the Willy Wonka universe. Question time will come at the end of the session. Right. I know that sounds fucking weird, but this guy has done a massive breakdown. If you if you search Snowpiercer Willy Wonka, you'll it'll be the first thing that comes up, trust me, because I've watched it a few times. He's done a second video recently about it that the guy who runs the train is actually Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right. So yeah. I've got a feeling I'm going to need to watch this video because will, I don't yeah. think we have enough time to... <laughs> no, no, we don't have enough time to go through it and I'll make sure we watch it after that, the episode. That needs to be, obviously, mm-hmm. Spooky Burrito, it needs the title, but yeah. that needs to be in there. Somewhere. Yeah, it will do. I'll That'll put, drag I'll put, some yeah. attention. <laughs> what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it lines up way too smoothly, even to the point that the logos for the guy's company is the W, like the Willy Wonka yeah. from the factory. Uh, and like they're working through the train, like they're working through the factory. And it's like... There's so many similarities. It's the time traveling Trump thing all over again. Yeah, I know. It yeah. lines up. I don't <laughs> like, like oh it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Are you ready then? I am ready. Are you ready? Should we ready get into get some spooked. spook? Let's get into some spook. Spook me. Spook me up. Buckle up to your seats. Oh, no, don't, don't. It's time. Is it? What time is it? For spooky. Spooky. Burrito. Stop it now. I'm actually dead scared. Okay. So, as I said, we've had a couple of requests the past. Actually, more than just a week, we've had a, a couple of people mention this on Twitter that they wanted to hear about some UK stuff, especially the girls from Nightgeist, because obviously they're following a lot of U- US, USO, UFO stuff and want to hear stuff that's happened over here. Yeah, I did listen to an episode. That's a really, really good podcast. They are good. I like it. Yeah, they're really good. They fucking shouted me on their 
one of their episodes on Patreon the other day, which you need to join, by the way. It's really cool. They started putting videos on, like, going into cemeteries and stuff. It's really cool. You need to check stuff. it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, Harrison, it's your fault. And I was like, whoa. I was, I was like, just listening to the laptop with my headphones in. And I was like, and I've just been fucking called out for some shit. So now I've got to go to London and get a selfie with a fat bird. Right. There are so many things right now. Let's just go past this. Let's <laughs> get this gone. Yeah. Right. So when I was doing a bit more research, I found that one of the most UFO active places in the UK is Yorkshire, which okay. is actually not far from here at all. The, the particular town that I found is only an hour away. So the first little story I'm going to do you a scare with is about a place called Todd Morden, which does sound like a place from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had actually heard of it. Like, I'd never even heard of this place, Like even though it's only an hour away. Uh, it's a little market town to north in Yorkshire and has been reported since 2008 over 850 UFO sightings. 800... 850 UFO sightings. That's, that's a since way more than I thought you'd yeah. say. I mean, I know that's 10 years, well, 11 years now, but 10 and a half years. But... That's it's like 85 a year. I know, that's a lot. And it's a small place. It's a, it's a tiny little market town. But the, the thing it became most famous for was an occurrence happened in the 1980s, and it's from then that it sort of really kicked off. So, Kick it off. Kick it off. <laughs> uh, the story begins with a miner called Zygmunt Adamski, which doesn't sound like a Northern English name at all. <laughs> that, that's something you could hear a Yorkshireman saying, know, yeah. is it? I was trying to do it in the accent and I couldn't even think of how to do it. I You're right, Zygmunt. Zygmunt. You're right, lad. You're right, Zygmunt Adamski. But don't mind, Zygmunt. <laughs> don't mind. Yeah. yeah, as I say, he's a miner, so he mines things. Uh, he's not looks like a young a young child boy. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I hope he cracks. not a part of a guitar string? No, no, maybe. Yeah, That's a chord. Guitar sorry, chord. No, part oh. of the fretboard. Oh, yeah. fucked it. I'm maybe. sorry. So, after a hard day mining and crafting, he returned home... <laughs> Uh, to rest. Why while I'm drinking? Yeah, so sorry, man. <laughs> Following a very restful sleep on his home in June at six, he decided to walk out to the local shops and was never seen alive again. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, I, I know that story kind of goes from naught to hundred really quick, but that's literally that's all the people in the town know. He was never seen alive again. Never seen alive again. So he was seen again. He was seen again, not in the best shape. He was a square. I was going to say, that's like one of the worst shapes. Yeah, yeah a terrible shape. He was square because um, he wasn't around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comedy. Yeah, no, um, it's said that five days later, uh, Zygmunt's body was found teetering atop a 10-foot pile of coal bound Trevor Park, a yard worker 20 miles away from where he went missing. 20 miles. 20 miles. The Huckleberry Ferry. <laughs> a lot of the rings quotes for you there. Yeah. Um, and like this this would be weird on its own already. That's already a strange thing to happen. But he was also found wearing a suit, which was, and this is in quotes, unprobably, unprobably fastened. Like the third button was to the first buttonhole. Or something. I, I couldn't find what was weird about it, but that's just what it said, unprobably fastened. And what's weirder still is that his shirt was missing, as along with his watch and his wallet. So... So suit pants, suit blazer, presumably. No shirt. Smart. No shirt, no tie, no wallet, no watch. Shoes and socks. I've got, all I've got now is images of an alien getting really confused. Like, Peter drop, we might have dropped him off three oh, hours dress ago. Oh, God. <laughs> How do these button things work? <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can't do it with three fingers. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, another weird thing, even though he was missing for five days, it was reported that his beard had only one day's worth of growth. And I find that strange that... Oh, first of all, how did they know that? Did they bring in like a beard expert? Like, I don't know who measures beards and like, oh yes, he grows exactly one millimeter every day. What year was this again? Uh, 1980. 
Yeah, I, I think the bird expert started around that time. That, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, and his hair was also cut messy and shorter than it was before. Has he been on a stag do? Maybe. Alien stag do. Alien stag do. <laughs> Could have oh, been that. my boy Zorbox getting married. <laughs> oh, the Zorbox family. <laughs> Go to dinner by three. Well, there's three titted ladies. <laughs> nice. Nice. So it's, it was reported that his head, his neck, his shoulders were all covered in some kind of strange burns and that the source could not be found whatsoever. So there was no signs of anything that would have burnt him in the, in the area. I know obviously he was by a coal mine, but nothing was burning. We need to get to a pretty high temperature. Yeah, exactly. Like it takes a lot to burn coal. And the strangest thing probably about it was that when he was found, he was coated in a strange slick ointment that scientists were unable to identify. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds more like a stag do to me. Yeah, it really does, yeah. yeah. Grease him up, see if you can catch him. <laughs> Grease up the earth, guy, let's see if we can get him. <laughs> just like, oh no! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> just yeah. slips and slides yeah. out of the spaceship. <laughs> falls to earth. <laughs> that's that's the burns re entry. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god! Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, his body was said, though, that it wasn't showing any signs of any mortal injuries. Okay. So, like, no more. There's nothing to indicate how he actually died. And according to the people who actually saw his body, his face showed an expression of literal pure terror, the guy said. Like, he was terrified of something. So, like, imagine the morticians pulling back the blanket. Like, <laughs> they go up to the body and they, like, pull the fucking drawer out and all that. Like, okay, let's take a look at Drew. Pulls it back. And he's like, oh, God, Jesus. Fuck, fuck. He's like, Argh. On Scary Movie. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without their heads, they're powerless. <laughs> I don't even remember that quote. So he whacks one in the head with a shovel. Got a shovel as a weapon. Uh, and he, he cocks the neck of it and a shotgun shell comes out. Oh, really? And it's like, what? <laughs> he, I genuinely don't remember that at all. He bashes one in the head and his head flies off. And he's like, I found their weakness. Without their heads, they're powerless. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Good God. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch those. Yeah, so do you think he could have died of fright? Is that a real thing? Can you die of fright? I feel like if there's enough enough stress, yeah. maybe you can have Like a it would just stop your heart. Maybe. Yeah, maybe unless, yeah. It, it does sound weird. I personally believe aliens do exist because yeah. the universe is too big for them not to mathematically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't... That sounds a bit weird. There's, obviously, it sounds a bit weird. Otherwise, <laughs> it won't be, we won't be talking yeah, about yeah. <laughs> But what circumstances could you use normally that add up to that? I don't know. That's what's really strange. It, I think he was killed by pure mind bullets by Grey's. Mind bullets. Mind bullets. Grey's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I. I feel like yeah, I'm gonna stand by that they lubed him up to try and catch him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the 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 like stairs were open on the ship by accident. <laughs> someone forgot to lock them, like a garage door, and he went and slipped and, went, <laughs> and then fell. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, then, he might have yeah. lubed himself up, so they couldn't catch him. <laughs> try getting me now, bitch! Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, catch me! Like you fucking. Rubs himself down and runs around the ship, and then all the guys are like, Blue Nod, get him! He left the fucking ramp open! He just fucking <laughs> slides out the back. Oh, just Indiana Jones, where he grabs yeah. his hat on the way out. <laughs> I forgot my parachute, shit! <laughs> oh, then just straight into the coal pile. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't find anything about the coal pile, it said it was like a messy thing, so like the way it seems it was like a nice triangle of coal, and his body was just well, sort of like tetris on the it top. It said teetered, yeah. yeah. So it's like, was he, what, is it the end of the Great Escape that it's on the cliff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is it yeah. just like yeah, that? Yeah, right. 
<laughs> or maybe he was balancing, you know, those balancing stones that people do. Yeah. You know, fucking balancing at like a weird angle. That's one of those birds, you know, the plastic birds you can put at the end of your finger and they're like, yeah, they by dip the beak. Down, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be like that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's still unknown to this day where Zygmunt had been for five days. Like why his beard had only grown one day's worth and why he'd been shaved and lubed up. Hashtag um, Bender. Hashtag Bender, yeah. As in drinking Bender. Yeah, not, drinking Bender. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I'll bleep that. Um, <laughs> Dr. James Turnbull, who gave a statement after examining the body himself, he was the coroner, stated that it was still the biggest mystery of his career that he'd ever seen. No, Literally no idea as to why any of this kind of thing had happened. I mean, this is the alien straw that anal <laughs> probed the camel's back. <laughs> Did you actually write that? I did down? write that. I don't know. I don't remember writing that. I just remember myself laughing reading it. It's like four AM. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. It was late last night. And like from from that point on, more and more alien cases happened in the surrounding area. From there on, like this border that goes along to Wales, it seems like there's been loads of stuff. Speaking of which, I may have caught an alien on my camera this week, and I, I have the image to show you. Do you actually? I do. Yeah, I didn't say anything because I wanted to show you on the podcast. Um, oh God. So me and um, me and my dad are avid photographers. We've got some pretty cool cameras, so we go and often we get galaxy pictures. So we do like long exposure pictures. This was in the night sky. Okay. In the night. So I'm gonna zoom in, and I don't actually know what this was. Is that long exposure? It's some weird light. That was only two seconds, but everything was still. So I don't know how what that is. I'm gonna put the red circle around it with the X Files music. Do do do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The weirder one. I've got another one. This is going to be like definitive proof. Yeah, it's it? just going to be an alien in the middle of the shot. No, what, what's <laughs> weird about this? I can't tell what one? it is. <laughs> yeah, they they put up a real picture. They refuse to believe that that's real, but all the blurry, like yeah, dark, exactly. grainy ones are the ones they believe. Now, this one is weird because it doesn't seem to work on my laptop when I've moved the file over. So that's the image. Yeah. When I moved on here, there's literally nothing in the fucking frame. But if I go into the raw file on the actual memory card itself uh-huh got something very strange in the center there i said my zoom's not working fucking alien grays are controlling my laptop they're not letting me fucking zoom oh no, yeah he's trying to zoom and it's just not having it i don't know can you see that i don't know if you can see that now everything else is stationary in that shot when it's dark enough you can see that all the clouds are still right so I if, see, if yeah. the clouds are moving and were blurry it would mean that that, that fair enough the sky is moving itself and spinning but nothing else is moving except for that and I don't the angle that has moved at is really strange it's like a fucking night tick yeah it's gone up then back down and then fucking shut off and it wasn't there afterwards that is a little strange yes it's scary because we were out in the middle of nowhere on an island and I was like if we get abducted no one can help yeah no one's even gonna know and I checked my watch I was like have I fucking lost time have I been abducted? Yeah. Is my arse sore? <laughs> <laughs> Have I been probed? But yeah, yeah. that is a it's bit, weird, isn't it? That is a little odd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I, saying this is definitive proof of aliens, but there's been a lot of sites in Wales apparently as well. And yeah. I'm glad that, that I saw that. Afterwards. I'd usually call instant bullshit, but that yeah. is a bit weird. It is a strange, a little strange bit odd. place. And okay, uh, so so this wasn't the only instance of this in that same area, right? Right, so like we said, about 850 cases. But the police officer, Alan Godfrey, who was on the scene at the coal yard where Zygmunt's body was found, has also claimed that while he was on the case hunting for some loose cattle only a mile from the coal yard, he looked up into the sky and saw an alien craft. That's a bona fide alien craft. Like a bona fide alien craft. Bona fide. 
Shape, I imagine it just like like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's just like during the day, like broad daylight, fucking giant. So crap. Do like a double take. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's a big bird. Fuck, dude. Oh, you have to do it. remember these guys are all from fucking Yorkshire. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> so he said that he whipped out his policeman's pad. TM. That's a proper little like copywriting there. I like it. And uh, he sketched what he'd seen. He rushed back to his cop car, and screeched off to the police station to report his sighting. But then, he noticed that he'd lost 30 minutes of time. Getting spooked. I mean, maybe he got really carried away with his drawing, we don't know. Maybe he's like a proper <laughs> artist who's just like, fucking love this. Like, fucking, like, like LA cross level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn it over. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get your mouth right. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying, Morgan. Yeah. So, convinced that he'd, he'd lost this time, he decided to contact a local hypnotist. Okay. As you do. Yeah, come in, sit down, take the load off. Like, proper, like... <laughs> I want to make... Like, imagine he looked like... Almost like the stereotypical... What's his name? It's Zygmunt Freud, isn't it? Yes. Zygmunt again! Let's <gasps> look back. Oh, mate. Fucking... Oh, look, oh at look at that. Segway. Segway. to Bruce, son. Not to Bruce, son. Come in, sit down. Hypnotist settled him down on the dubs. couch. <laughs> He's like, oh, fine leather, he probably said. <laughs> <laughs> now close your eyes and travel back in your mind as we count down from ten. You ready? Yeah. You can do this. Close your eyes, John. Okay. Ten, you feel rested. Nine, your eyes are slowly closing. Eight, their weight settling down now. Seven, you feel your mind relaxing inwards. Six, down a long tunnel. Five, the darkness is around you now. Four, but don't be afraid. Three, you're slipping deeper now. Two, to a memories long forgotten. One, you have arrived. <laughs> That's going to be so good with reverb. Yeah, that's like just a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're going down to London. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Darkness, you have arrived. Yeah, you have arrived now. You're in the smog. Yeah, I'm worried that people may have actually just been hypnotized by that. So if anyone actually has, you're out. Wake up. Don't listen to this while driving. I'm going to put like a fucking <laughs> a warning on the start of the episode. Yeah, I did close my eyes and then I opened them at like three. So yeah. I was afraid Haz was going to like punch me or something. Yeah, I'd just be gone. <laughs> Wake up in an alien craft. Oh! God damn it, has <laughs> he was the alien? Alien all along. <laughs> so, like, I can imagine him sort of lay there, and he's like, "Where are you now?" And he's like, "I'm in the woods." What do you see? I see tracks from the cows, the leading out into the clearing. I don't know why he's got a different accent now. <laughs> I stepped out. I just keep trying to do like John Snow impressions and just try and like hold his voice in that yeah. or the Sean Bean impression. Can you see the cows? No. I see the coal yard. And... And what, Alan? It's in the sky. A craft. It's right above me. Alan came visually uncomfortable on the sofa. It's okay, Alan. You're gonna be fine. No! He shouted. It's got me! I can't move! I can't move! Alan stopped and fell silent. Alan! 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 (laughs) Alan! Alan! Can you hear me? The hypnotist probably said. Probably. Alan lay straight out on the couch like a branch, like a really firm stick. While under hypnosis, he spoke of being abducted by the UFO and being given a physical exam by two of the beings. They're here. Oh god, they're here touching me. There's two of them. Can you imagine that? I, That'd be fucking horrible. Can you imagine like... It would, yeah. Like, sleep paralysis. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people suffer from sleep paralysis. And it's... If any of you listeners have suffered from it, I'd really like to hear what it's like. Because I never have. Yeah. Have I've, you? No, I've done some reading on it. The, wor- the worst thing I've had is like a fever dream. 
Oh right, okay. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, when you got well, when you got a fever. You when you really, like, yeah, like, I've had two of those in my life, and it's it's the way you swap swap in between thinking you're awake and not awake at yeah. all times. So you're not sure whether you're dreaming, are you? Well, that's the thing because I've had that where I've in a fever dream, I've not been able to sit up. So I've semi-convinced myself that I'm awake, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I am. All oh, right, and okay. that that meant that I couldn't move, so I wasn't sure if I should be able to or not, and that freaked me out. Yeah, but I mean, that kind of sounds like you might have experienced something like that. Maybe. Yeah. See, a lot of people do think that alien abduction stories come from remembering being born. So, like, like the bright light, the bright light, the big mass stranger taking you out, obviously cleaning you, examining you, that kind yeah. of thing, and they're thinking it's some kind of like. Repressed, yeah, like memory. reptile memory brain that's in there that's uh, coming out. But Mate, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I think I think that could be a reason for a lot of people. But I don't know. From this sort of case with that many people experiencing stuff in this area, I I'm sort of I don't want to say I believe it, but I kind of do a little bit. It gives it more grounds, doesn't Definitely. it? Definitely. As soon yeah. as you hear that a hundred people have seen it, yeah, opposed to five, yeah. yeah. Well, 850. Well, yeah, over, I mean, over that amount of time. I couldn't find how many people have had, like, real experience, you know, like, uh, close encounters of the third kind, like, contact yeah, kind I'd, of thing. I'd want to see as well if those are all different people. Yeah, or it's the Opposed same fucking to, yeah, job. Yeah, it's, it's one guy. It's Alan again. Oh, they've got me! It's like <laughs> the coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> Alan's at it again. No, that's the police, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> you do, I am do, the police. <laughs> you've been doing ketamine in the bathroom. Yeah. That's why there are two people there to take you away. <laughs> yeah, just dragging him out. Ketted out <laughs> of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a hole. I'm in a, I'm in a hole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, uh, it, it freaks me out, the whole, like, the physical exam thing. Yeah. Like, not being able to move. Like, have you seen Fire in the Sky? No. That's a famous alien abduction case from America about a... I think it's a team of lumberjacks. And... I don't know. A sexy, team. right? A team, yeah. Quite, oh, you, wow. You don't have just one lumberjack. I don't know. It depends. Is it a personal lumberjack? Is it for personal use, sir? Yeah, it's personal use. Is it just for your own garden? <laughs> no, it's lumber... What are they... Lumberjacky? Plurals? <laughs> Lumberjackages? <laughs> A lumberjay. Lumberjay. Yeah, it's a, it's about this guy called oh fuck, I can't remember his name. Shit. It's a really famous instance that I can't remember. And uh he gets abducted and again goes missing for a number of days and then turns up back. But while he's away, the police have basically accused his team of killing him. Okay. So they're all being under observation by the police and questioned as to where this guy's gone. And then he just turns up back with no memory of what's happened. And then he starts getting flashes of memories. Again, of being in a ship, being worked on pretty much. And it's it's really horrible. The scene when he's in the spaceship is really grim. Yeah. They put like this plastic sheet over him and then uh, tighten it with a vacuum. And it like sucks him to the table so he can't move. And it all goes in his mouth so he can't breathe. And it's like they cut a hole, a little tiny hole so he can breathe and stuff. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. I'd recommend watching it. It's quite a cool film. It's got the guy who plays the T-1000 in it. Oh, really? Robert Patrick, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Yeah, did you know his brother's in a band? His Go brother's on. the singer for Filter. You know, hey man, nice shot. Uh, no, maybe. Like, hey man, nice shot. It's, f- it's a pretty cool song, to be fair. Uh, no, yeah, that's not his heard brother. It, but... Okay, yeah, that weird. Give it yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. What were you gonna say? No, that's fine. Um, yeah, it's the idea of just being completely powerless, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. So, have you ever had one of those dreams where you are in a situation you can't escape from? Yeah, like when you're running and you're running on the spot. What kind of like I'm. Um, like mine, I had one once where it's like I was trying to escape this island. I think right. I was going to be killed or something, mm-hmm. uh, and I tried to escape. And no matter which method of escape I tried to do, it was like the Freeman Show where everyone's in on it but you. Oh yeah, yeah. 
it's That's just a cool like film. that. There's no way to escape. Yeah, you sail up out into the ocean, and it's just a wall of horizon. Well, exactly, yeah. And it's like, right, I've got to figure another way out. And yeah. you keep thinking you can find a way, and that's it. Yeah. So I feel like that's what it'd be like. You're just like, there's nothing I can do. No, no. I'm on my own, completely devoid of hope. It's like, oh my, that hopelessness must be yeah. so grim. And I don't know if it scares me more, the actual point of being abducted, or the not remembering it. Uh, yeah. You know, like, you just suddenly get a flash of, well, that was a weird memory. Like, have you seen the film called The Fourth Kind? Uh, I think I have, yeah. It was yeah, a long with, time with ago. Mila Jovovich, I think it is. And it's like real, f- well, quote, real footage put next to acted footage. Okay. And it shows, like, the real cases of these people who have been abducted. And the guy's saying, like, there's something at the window while he was asleep. And he thinks it's an owl. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sure it's an owl. And then he just starts screaming, it's not an owl. And it's, you realize it's like an alien, like a gray's head, because it kind of looks like the shape of an owl's head with the, the big dark eyes, like a barn owl. Yeah. And then they get abducted. Yeah, that... That started to creep me out just Yeah, saying. I know. I just got like goosebumps and shit. It's like fucking, ugh. It's like signs when he looks out the bedroom window and the, the guy stood on the roof on the barn. Fucking hate that. Signs scares me so much. And I know people were laughing the other day on a podcast I was listening to saying it isn't scary. Fucking is scary. Yeah. And that we're saying like out a the well-lit room as well. I know. I'm I scared I, right now. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Half four in the afternoon and I'm already scared and spooked. I'm just looking at my Crash Bandicoot on the wall. Yeah. Cheer me up, Crash. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, uh, no, I, alien stuff really does creep me out. It's one of the only things that does scare me properly because yeah. I'm sure that they exist. They have to. Yeah. Play XCOM 2. Therapeutic. Blast some aliens. Yeah. Like Blast some aliens. I know, I've just seen you play that. <laughs> yeah. I finished it the other day. Yeah, really, you finished it? Uh, well, I've finished it once. I've just mm-hmm. played War of the Chosen. Ah, I don't know what that hard. is. It's hard. It adds new enemies and shit. Ah, right, okay. So it's a bit like hardcore mode. Uh, kind of. Yeah. But just more. Just more. Mm. Just more, more, more. Yeah, give me the more, more, more. So that's that's pretty much the case as far as I got with that. It's uh, I'm definitely gonna look into more to do with this area because it's got me. And me and Helen attempted to drive up there one day. Yeah, because it's not that far. It's only an hour away from here. That's not bad. Not at all. Yeah, because you can just jump on the N62. Go yeah. straight down. Take me with you. Take me. Come with us. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, we'll, re- we'll record it and do some Insta stories. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Insta stores. Yeah, I've been doing loads of those currently. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, so I'm in my feed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because I, I I didn't get any signal while I was on the island, so and I got uh, one spot of signal when I went up the sand dunes. So everything posted all in one go, and it's just like, oh, well, I just put 15 stories on Instagram, <laughs> and there's my internet allowance. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole fucking like, six gigs of it was all gone within that one space. Yeah, yeah. So if any of you guys listening have heard anything about these kind of cases, or if you've seen anything yourselves, if you've got any pictures like what we were just showing then from what I took, I'd love to take a look at them. Yeah, this. It's just insane, isn't it? Mm, I can't. Weird. I can't. The fact that we can't give any form of explanation is the worst part. No, no, that's what makes it's all it speculative. weird. Uh, I remember one day, just taking a slight diversion. I was walking home one night and I I saw a massive comet. Um, oh, it, was, it wasn't a comet. It was a meteor um, that was crashing, and that was terrifying enough because at first I didn't know what it was. Yeah, like I heard it over my headphones. So I heard the sound, so I took my headphones out, and I was walking across the moor in where I live in the town. It's like a giant big field. If you if you get the train to where I live, you have to walk across this giant field in the centre of town to go towards my house, so I had to walk across the centre. So I take my headphones out, and I look up, and I see this thing. And it, I've, I've seen a shooting star before, I know what they look like. And it was it was kind of like that, but it was big. It was like the size of like a 5p piece, okay. and it was on green fire. Because obviously it had copper in whatever the meteor was. Yeah, so and when it re-enters. Yeah, yeah, so it just burns up green. But at the time, I'm walking, and I look up and see this thing, and I I literally see it curve with the gravity of the planet being pulled down. And instant, like, you know when you get that gut fear, like, you feel hollow suddenly, like, 
yeah, instant panic. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, the whole earth is going to die right now. That's how big it was. I was convinced that it was going to hit earth and kill everything. I was like, this is it. It's fucking Armageddon. Oh no. Yeah. And then it just burst. It just fucking exploded in the atmosphere and it split into a load of like bright red chunks and just fucking like scattered everywhere. So yeah. cool. Yeah. It's scary. There's actually Nature's a video of that scary, online. You can see a video of that. Oh, if cool. Put, yeah, if you put a green meter in the UK, you'll be able to see it. It was in like 2005, 2006 maybe. Shit. Yeah. That's heavy. It was scary, man. Literally heavy. Literally heavy. Copper heavy. Iron heavy. Hematite ore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into our new plays? Uh, yeah, sure. Seems we just got into a little bit of excitingness when we... I brought my Switch over uh, to Jordan's today, so I have just bought Cadence of Hyrule. Yes. Um, I bought it while I was away on holiday, but I was trying to play it on a bigger screen because it's hard to play in a tent when it's raining when you've got like a rhythm game where you want to listen to the music that's awesome. Yeah. You can't really do it any justice even when, it's, when you've got headphones and it's raining that heavy, so we thought we'd play it here, so we just kicked back that kickstand and multiplayed it, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. did. What did you think? It was good. I, I enjoy it. It's... I love the music that yeah. they've put to it. It's they've just really remixed well it all. Um, it's so, so good. And it's, it does feel nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. Only little gripe is that the um, the thumbstick on the yeah. controllers, because we were using two standard ones, the Joy-Cons, yeah. um, so it's just sideways. a bit springy. So are, it, yeah. you go in the wrong direction sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that was literally it. Other than that, it was great. Yeah, it's, it. it's much easier to use if you've got the just the main control for yourself so you can use the D-pad to move around. But... It does. It just feels amazing. The graphics are so nice. They've really gone down the like, the pixel art style of Gone For is kind of like Minish Cap. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it reminds me of Love Minish Cap. Yeah. Ezlo, the little hat. Dude. I know that that was only one of them that I've never actually completed. Really? Yeah. I, never I finished the Zelda game that you haven't. I finished. know. Shocking. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think we've still got it somewhere. But if not, I'm gonna. I'll have to try and get a copy of it somewhere, um, or get a completely legal ROM of it. I think I've. I might have a copy somewhere. Yeah, you I'll keep giving search. me too much stuff. Stop giving me everything. You've already given me like a webcam for some sexy times and a <laughs> wireless phone charger today. Oh, that's fine. And a saw box set. You gave me that. Oh yeah, yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, I missed obviously that I missed it that much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it was that's gone. Fine. I gave away a Zippo the other week. Yeah. Just like loads of stuff I don't use anymore. Just like if other people get use out of it. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's a good way to be. It's very like Scandinavian minimalist lifestyle. You know, is that like, a thing? Yeah, it is. Have you ever seen that? Uh, oh, I think they did it in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, did they? Uh, I don't know. Cleaning so, life style thing. May, oh no, that was that Mary Mary Kondo or whatever her name is, the Japanese lady about tidying stuff up in a certain way. I think there was another one. I, I think they went through a few, but I, I don't know. All right, okay. I've not, I've not watched much of the new ones. Oh, they're good. I mm. love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It is a great series. Um, what were you saying? Yeah, we were talking about Cadence, weren't we? I, was, I just wanted to say that when I was playing on a small screen, I wasn't as convinced as I was until I played it on a big screen, like. It's, yeah. it's gr- grown on me now. There can, there's a lot has. going on. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard when when you because you kind of just drop straight into it. You don't really know how the controls work exactly right away if you haven't played the original Cadence. Uh, was it Thingy of the Necrodancer? Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, it's. I haven't played that one, so I wasn't used to the controls. I, d- I wasn't a big fan of automatic attacking. Sorry. I can't. That's right. What's up here? No, no, no. I just have my leg folded for too oh. long. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to have a button that you could attack with. Yeah. Your sword. So you can get, you get all your different items on your buttons, but yeah, you just walk towards an enemy and it'll attack in time, which I was kind of hoping for an attack because I kind of like rhythm stuff. Yeah, so it'd be more like Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. But it's still, a, it's still a great, great game. I am really enjoying it and I'll be playing a lot more of it tonight when I go home, I think, on the big screen. Um, have you had any other new plays other than your Wizarding World this week? Um, I have just 
bought XCOM War of the Chosen. So right. I finished that, which was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So sorry to build on what we said before. Yeah, sorry. It's, right, it's literally like you have the base game. Yeah. War of the Chosen adds three new enemies uh, and a bunch like a couple of weapons and stuff. Right. So these enemies will constantly hunt you oh, uh, right, and, jo- okay. and join yeah. missions that you're doing to fight back um, in the base right. game. So it's like an literally an add-on to the other the, level, the, the, the main game. Yeah. So right, they'll just cool. drop in, and you've got to take them out. Um, you don't have to, but it helps. Right. Uh, and it adds a nice little twist to each of the things because you've got a sniper, an assassin, and uh, a warlock who's like magic-y mm-hmm. things. But yeah, it's really good. I, I really recommend it. If you enjoy XCOM 2 and you want a reason to go back to it and play through it again, but you think you've done everything, yeah, it's a good little, little add-on. I've, I've never actually played XCOM. It might be something we should have a checkout on. They are YouTube long channel. game. Are I've I've completed that game twice, and you can see on there on Steam ninety hours. Yeah, ninety hours. Yeah, wow, <laughs> long time. Yeah. So is it like, is it story campaign or is it short levels of stuff or is it? Yeah, it's so uh, the aliens in the first one invade Earth right. and they win. Oh right. So in this one, you're actually guerrilla force. So you spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. you you um <laughs> you have this thing called the Avenger, which is a massive traveling base. Yeah. Um, so you've got to go around the world, uh, making contact with the resistance members. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, it also adds three new factions. Sorry. Okay. Uh, to your teams. That's quite a so, lot of things he's adding. Then. Yeah, there's a fair amount, and you then have to fight back and show the people of Earth that the aliens are actually bad, not that because everyone on Earth is pretty happy apart from you guys. Oh right. Okay. Um, oh, that's a nice twist. Yeah, and you can have like a bunch of soldiers. If one of your soldiers dies, though, that's it. They're they're gone. Oh, it's like permadeath, like in permadeath. What's uh, it called? The ah shit! What the fuck is the game called? Kind of game is it? It's a strategy thing, medieval thing. It's got Marth and Roy out. Uh, Fire Emblem. Yes, they were like that when they they were permadeath games. Then new one of those has just come out as well. I think, or it is coming out. Loads of them. Yeah, Uh, Fire Emblem's been going for ages. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah. If, oh, if someone dies, they're gone. It's it's a really good game. If you can pick it up cheap and you can get War of the Chosen, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it. Right, I will do. Is it on Xbox or anything? Uh, I think you can get it on console. Okay. But I, I always play it on PC. But yeah, I, maybe I should play it on my PC. Because my PC Elite. PC Elite. Master Race. Oh, yes. Master my, my computer's back, by the way. I know, yeah, he's got his computer back. I can actually edit again. Yes. So that means today we'll also be recording some more Dead Space. We will. Plays. So we were thinking of maybe doing two episodes over the next week of that. Yeah. depending time limitations so yeah, pretty much. keep keep up to date with our twitter and facebook at grief brio if you want to know what's going on there because I'll, I'll make sure to update youtube and subscribe to the youtubers um, speaking of which i do want to give a quick shout out to the guys over at the ronin geek podcast uh, for giving us a shout out on their episode this week regarding our youtube channel if you haven't checked these guys out please please do they've been kicking out some amazing podcasts over the past couple of weeks and uh, they're, they're one of mine and John's weekly listens. I know you said you're going to go back and listen yeah, to more. They, they're fucking really good. I, I never miss an episode. Generally one of my favorite podcasts. Luckily, I've got awesome a backlog guys. to work through now. I know, I yeah. I've listened to, uh, to one of them and I was like, I'm hooked. Yep, yep. I'm in. He's hooked. Got him in the hook. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue with being on the uh, the podcast now, as explains has before. Mm-hmm. That I like listening to the podcasts on like this one yeah. because him and Johnny were great and it gives me something to listen to while I'm playing certain games or if I'm tidying yeah. or anything like that. I've missed now three hours of entertainment of you guys because I'm on it. Yeah. I can't listen to it now because I don't like listening to myself back. <laughs> you get used to it. It's, it's weird, especially when you edit yourself. You mean you've edited yourself on your old YouTube channel, haven't you? Yeah, it's, you just forget how funny stuff is yeah yeah i can't edit my own jokes i don't like it yeah it is a bit odd you've just got 
I don't know. I try and treat it like I'm not listening to myself. <laughs> that guy's so, amazing. Yeah, whoa, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's why the way I try and do it. Yeah, like I said about the Running Geek guys, it's please go and check them out. And they do have an amazing Patreon as well at the moment. So you can get all their new content they're doing. And they are doing... They're going to be starting doing some video stuff as well. I'm not sure what they're going to be doing so far, but I know that they have been working through some tabletop RPG episodes as well. So you okay. can like follow them on the campaigns. That's is, pretty cool. It's a really cool concept. So if any of you guys are into RPG tabletop gaming, please go check it out. It's really cool. I've been listening to it already, and I am one of their Patreon subscribers. You can definitely recommend them. Yep. I'm not a Patreon subscriber yet, nope. but I'll see what my finances are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, don't worry. Um, right, and I think that'll end it for today's episode. Where are we at? So, yeah, 53 minutes. That's not bad. Yeah. I feel like time flies it when you're It flies when you're podcasting, man. It really does. So, thank you guys for tuning in to Spooky Burrito episode four, which is, I think, episode, is this, oh, what episode is this? 19? 19. I think so. Fuck, we're nearly a big episode. 20, we might have to do something special for a 20th episode. This might be 20, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm is not sure. <laughs> oh, God. I'll just four. To, yeah, four. <laughs> 73. Yeah. It's just bingo now. <laughs> yes. So please check us out on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, everywhere else at Grief Burrito. And if you want to chat to us, you can email us at griefburrito at gmail.com and we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Bye, tits. Bye. <laughs> Hello guys, Harrison again. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Grief Breeder Podcast. If you enjoyed this paranormal episode, maybe go back and check out the other paranormal ones. They might also tickle your boat, float your fancy. You know what I'm talking about. So now if you stay tuned to the end of this outro, you will get a little sneak peek at some of the Patreon content that we've been creating recently. I've added on one of my little lo-fi songs that I've written inspired by The Shining this time. I'm going to start making maybe some game and movie inspired lo-fi tracks to game to. So if that's something you like, you might like our Patreon. So here you go. Stay tuned. We'd love to hear what you think. See you on the next episode, guys.
Yeah. Uh-huh. 